This episode is brought to you by Live Limitless Coaching, where every small change is part of a big change. You can find Live Limitless Coaching at limitlesscoaching.net. This episode is also brought to you by The Messy Mingling, where we find faith in the mess. You can find The Messy Mingling over on Instagram at The Messy Mingling or themessymingling.com. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Instagram and on Facebook, Live Messy Podcast. You can also catch us on YouTube at Live Messy Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and review. You look good. Hey, Live Messy listeners. We need to think of a name for our Live Messy podcast listeners. We all need to think of a name for yourselves. What are you going to be called? The Imperfects. The Imperfects. (laughs) The Anxiety Ridden. The Real People. (laughs) The Real People is what they are. I'll have to cinnamon. Cinnamon? Cinnamon. Cinnamon search. I met a woman named Cinnamon. I don't want to know about that experience. No, I met her on the phone. She's like, my name is Cinnamon. And I thought I had all this, the preconceived notions that you just had. Yeah. And then I talked to her and I'm like, well, crap. She's not the best employee I've dealt with at this place so far. So I mean, she's very nice. professional. You, had, you just, had come across some interesting names in... Let's just say them. What was... Precious? I like Precious. She's my nurse now. She is uh, Precious. Precious, Koya, Kiki, Unique. Hmm. And now, uh, cinnamon. I, mean, I kind I, of I mean, feel like I, I need to rename a, my kids. I do own a strip club. So <laughs> <that could> be, <laughs> I don't own a strip club. But I'm just saying, oh, that was good. <clears throat> that came I'm out of nowhere. You caught me off guard. That was you like good. That laugh. One? Make you laugh. Mm-hmm. Okay, that was good. I'm done. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Wrap That's it up. Wrap, wrap it up. up. So we just decided to take one of the busiest holidays for children that makes you want to go to sleep. It doesn't. It's not busy to no? me. Is it busy to you? I think just the energy of it feels busy. Candy, get a costume, call it done. Yeah. Well, we get to go trade candy with our neighbors later. That's such a weird thing to me. Trade candy. Like, I bought candy, and let's say you live next door, and you bought candy, and our kids go to each other's houses. All we're doing is swapping candy with each other. That's what trick-or-treating is. That's true. That's weird to me. And getting to know the sex offenders in your neighborhood. (laughs) Don't go to that house, kids. Um, You can't tell me you didn't look that up. I actually haven't. I may be too trustworthy in my neighborhood. Maybe I, I should. Maybe I should. It's a little too much. Yeah. Um, no, I just, I feel like the energy of Halloween is really busy. Your old neighbor across the street. <laughs> I don't know. The energy of it makes me feel like, <sighs> like, talk about anxiety attack. I don't have anxiety about Halloween. No. No. I'm like, bring me some Thanksgiving. I need some stuffing, yes. some mashed taters. Just I need to sit food. in my fat pants. With a blankie, and I need to eat. Like, bring it. I'm excited for that. I'm over it. When do you when do you decorate for? We'll get into this our topic in a minute, but I'm curious. When do you decorate for Christmas? Already did. Shut the front door. You did. <laughs> Real? No, but um. Are you I'm, an early decorator? I am. I if I wasn't going going to be gone this weekend, it would be this weekend. Really? So, I, so once I, Halloween's I, over, wrap it up. It's wrap time it up. to move it's it like on. I already almost threw the pumpkins away today. Really? See, yeah. I'm such a pumpkin lover. No, I'm a Christmas tree lover. Mm. I love it. I love I Christmas. I love the twinkle lights. I love the twinkle But you know, I put a lot of, um, I was going to say, yeah, electric, uh, battery operated candles in my house. So I get that vibe mm-hmm. right now. You're around? No, just fall. I put okay. them out for fall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I used to be a stickler and you decorate your Christmas. You- on Friday after Thanksgiving is when you decorate for Christmas. That was always my tradition. So we decorate the tree 
the Friday after Thanksgiving. So everything goes up, but everything goes up, but the main tree because there's like five trees. Yeah, um, doesn't get decorated until then. But then again, last year I decorated. Um, it was like a new tree, and so I got all new mm. things for it. Isn't so a good feeling? Pretty, and I so love that. I'm like, I don't know, maybe I'll have to do it early this year again too. Maybe do it early. So you have all fake trees because that's a southern thing. Did mm-hmm. you know that? No, I've only lived in Texas. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I think that's a southern thing because when I moved here, I'm like, where are all the real Christmas trees, and where do we go to chop it down? I'm a real Christmas tree girl. Okay. And I come from California, which is weird because you wouldn't think no, people that's go chop trees down in California. I was trying to make connection. I was like, I know. Northern no, California. we all, no. yeah, there was a Christmas tree farm by my house, a big one. We, so. before we had kids, we did a real tree. It um, didn't, it didn't stroke my fancy in any way. Yeah. I wasn't like, oh my God, it's amazing. Oh, I love it. It was just, okay, this was our tree. I love it. I do have fake ones that go up. So this year and last year, I'll decorate before Thanksgiving because we're out of town for Thanksgiving, which kind of hurts my heart. Because it seems early, but um, I'll put everything up, and then after Thanksgiving, we'll get the fake tree. Because if we get the, I mean, the real tree. If we get the real tree any earlier, then it'll die. That's why I don't yeah. have a real tree. Mm-hmm. Well, and the dogs will eat it. Yeah, we'll be, we'll see. This is the first year with puppies and Christmas. It's like mm-hmm. toddlers and Christmas. Did you see the rambling redheads? She pulled out some of her Christmas stuff, and her daughter started walking. <laughs> Go figure, I was, I was, right? That's about right. Yeah, that's about when it happens. Ooh, all the things. Right. I'm gonna touch. Choke. I'm gonna touch all the things and try and die. And try and choke yes. myself to death. I'm so all right, happy so that is done. I know for real that they're gonna kill themselves. Face. Yeah. Still a little touch of Levi. Well, uh, they're still there. I think they. You're in the good phase, and then they become teenagers, and they get stupid again. I'm in the good phase with Luke. He's starting to get the angst, mm-hmm. but um, Levi, he's in having tantrums. I don't know if he can't express himself. I don't know what that is. Maybe we oh, need a professional. I still kind of have some tantrums, too. I had a tantrum the other day because I curled my hair after my haircut, and it looked like a shit show. <laughs> don't and you I hate that? I literally had an internal tantrum because I'm like, it looks so good. I messed it up. Right. And I literally laid in my closet, and Clifton came home from work. And, he, he and they don't he, get, they don't understand the, the well, travesty texted, of bad hair. I texted him. I'm like... I love my haircut, but I tried to curl it, and it looks terrible. Please be nice. Because <laughs> it's short. It's never been this yeah, short. Yeah, yeah. And he came home, and he's like, where's your mom, guys? She's laying in the closet. <laughs> and I was, he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I just needed quiet. I just need just a, minute a minute to process and my the haircut. Hair, I'm like, in my hair, I couldn't get it to curl. I don't know how to do it. So I went today, and she curled it for me. Looks really and it cute. looks great. Yeah. All right, let's talk about busting our butt. I have a different perspective than you, and you have a different perspective, because I, are you going to talk about what I told you to talk about? What I told you to talk about? Yesterday. What? I, I don't, you did tell me. I don't remember yesterday. I don't either, so we're going to figure it out. Well, let me, I'll talk, I'll start, because I You'll do. You'll remember when you start talking about it. Well, I think mine's different. So, we're talking about entrepreneurialism. It's such a hard word for me. Entrepreneurialism. And really what it comes down to is if you want to make something, your business, whatever, come to life, you're going to have to bust your butt to do it. Yes. It's not just going to happen. No. And you're not going to be comfortable either. No. That's the other one. Yes. And what I've realized is, or what I've learned by, (coughs) I'm going on my third year of trying to make something out of this. Yeah, see, Grady sits here and eats and it's pretty nasty. It's you, Megan. It's okay. (coughs) It is me. Um, We're sitting at our, my dinner table and we're sitting where my middle child sits and he's not the cleanest eater. Anyways, bless his wife. (laughs) What I've learned is if you want this to work, you're going to have to be the one that's still working when everyone else has given up. 
meaning you're gonna go when you're, you're gonna do it when you're tired. You're gonna have to do work when you don't want to. You're gonna have to find the time, make the time, say no to things, sacrifice things, and really truly bust your butt in order to make it happen. And when no's flood in, you're gonna have to bust your butt all the more. We talked a little bit about, if you haven't listened to it, the dream one about when your dream doesn't look like you thought it would. Yeah. So when you get all those no's, that doesn't necessarily mean uh, the door is closed. It just means you've been diverted. Like a denial means you've been diverted, not necessarily, okay, we're done. And so what I've realized is when you're in the game, it's like when you start, when I ran my half marathon, you all start in this like cattle call, right? You're in this like holding area. Yeah. You've done one. And then the, the gates open and you run and then you spread out, right? And mm-hmm. and the people who are busting their butt are at the front and they've put in the work and the effort and they do this for a living or they're genetically modified and they okay. can do it. Or they just do it a lot. Yes. So it, your butt, you, you're... You kind of fall in line of of where you've busted your butt, right? Mm-hmm. The front people have have shown up when it was cold and windy and mm-hmm. hot and sweaty, and they're at the front of the line, and then the rest of us are towards the back. And that's I think the same in business is if you want to be at the front of the line, you got to show up when no one else is. What does showing up look like for you? For me right now, it looks like showing up. Sorry if I'm burping in my. No, I've been burping good. too. No, it's okay, because this Topo Chico is making me burp. The pasta was delicious. I'm like, Okay, yeah. working it through. Go ahead. So for me right now, busting my butt means I'm going to show up when I'm tired because I've been exhausted mm-hmm. and just got through a really exhausting season. We've talked. I just, nothing bad has happened. It's just been lots of stuff She's happening pregnant. in life. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. But girl, finally. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. No girls. Um, no, it's showing up when I'm exhausted, like doing work even though I'm tired. I had to mm-hmm. do something today and I was like, oh, I'm so tired. Do you but feel then, like your work is quality work when you do it when you're tired? Yeah, most of the time because it's what I love. And once I, this is how I know I need to keep going because when I do step into it, when I'm tired, it give, it energizes it me. Uh huh. Yep. I think that's a that's a definitely not a qualifier, but a sign that you're doing what you're supposed to be doing is that when you step into it, it energizes you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for me, busting my butt looks like working that much harder on something to get it more focused and streamlined because I've been given a lot of no's. Yeah. I was gonna speak to the. If it energizes you or deflates you. Yeah. Kind of the two yeah. Things Talk that you about have that. To, you, that you have to think about. I know mm-hmm. she felt like I wasn't talking. I felt her energy telling me. <laughs> <you know>? um, <clears throat> no, I learned that a long time ago that if it's something that energizes you, you'll have the energy yeah. even if it's at 11 o'clock at yeah. night and all the kids are in bed. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it's something that deflates you, you'll put it off. You'll put it off. You'll yep. put it off. Yes. And yes. So, I think the deciding factor or the, the line in that and how you can decide if one, if one way or the other is when you overcome that hump and you're in it and mm-hmm. you still feel deflated, mm-hmm. it's probably not the right I agree. path. It's probably not what exactly what you're supposed to be doing because yeah. it shouldn't be like pulling teeth. It shouldn't feel like, especially if it's something that's your dream and that you love yeah. to do. Are there going to be fantastic parts of all of it? No. No, it's not going to always be easy. I think a lot of times we pack up and go home when it gets hard because we think that's God telling us no. I just had a conversation with someone, our friend Elizabeth, about... Um, <clears throat> She's not my friend. I've tried to make friends with her. <laughs> she was talking about the process they were going through and it just seemed really hard and challenging and it was just a stressful situation. There was not a lot of... There was no no's and and she, it made her doubt and second guess, is this what God really wants for us? And I'm like, we live in this Western culture and society where our lives, not to, not to diminish the challenges that we go through, but it, compared to the rest of the world, our lives are very smooth and yeah. padded, right? 
And so when challenges <clears throat> arise, I think it's our culture too. There's this happiness thing and everything's smooth sailing and situation. And if it's not smooth sailing, then, then something's wrong. And you're yes. not doing it right. But yeah. sometimes, or a lot of times, if you're creating a business or trying to be a good mom or whatever it is you're out to do, it's not easy. No. Because but what's easy is laying in bed. For sure. It's easy as not doing anything. Yeah. That's easy. Yeah. Eating M&M's in your bed yeah. and watching Christmas Hallmark Christmas movies. So I don't want anyone, when it comes to busting your butt, you're going to have to bust your butt to get to where you want to achieve the goals that you want, whether it's a fitness goal or I'm just going to keep my oh, house I can cleaner. Talk to that a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. or whatever. But that's what you told me to speak to. I did. Bingo. You were like, talk about uh, the fitness world because the, the skills and the tools mm-hmm. that you learn. Um, whenever you're facing a fitness challenge or a health challenge or something yeah. like that, it's applicable across your life. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I interrupted you. No, no, no. You're, you're fine. I just, I think we, when it gets hard, we think that's a no and it's not. That's the no. time when you have to kick it into gear and bust your butt. And that's when everyone drops out of the race, right? Okay. On mile six, this mile six to nine really sucked. When yeah. I had Wyatt natural, the ladies like, Seven to nine, when you're dilated to seven to nine, that's hell. But after that, you'll be good. Mm-hmm. She wasn't lying. Like, I could have been like, I'm not having this kid. <laughs> like, yeah. wrap it up. I'm done. And she was right. And when when we get to that mile six or we get to that dilated at seven, whatever, um, we'll wrap it up instead of busting our butt to push through and get to the other side. And you're missing the reward on the other side, which makes me sad. So whenever I'm in those situations, <clears throat> one, like when it comes to my business, what makes me uncomfortable um, I have, I don't know where I was going with that. Like the things, it's not hard. Like what, the things that are hard for me are not like hard. Right, like, right, right. Um, posting on Instagram, that's not hard. No, um, but it's work. But it's work and it mm-hmm. takes time. Mm-hmm. It takes effort and creativity. Yes. Um, and it's required. Yeah. Like if you are any person that's an influencer or is building your business like through Facebook or Instagram mm-hmm. or anything like that, you'll know if you are not present... Oh, for sure. I mean, I was kind of empty it was, last it's, week, it's and been, I've no. It's, it's been hard to build back up. It's like taking yes. a week off the gym. Yes, that's okay. Isn't she it? liked your whistle. Oh, I did a good whistle. So for me, that's the bust my butt part. That's yeah. the part that I'm like, I don't really want to do. I'd rather just lay down in bed and everybody just yeah. come to me because I'm yes. amazing. Yes. And so, and we've talked about this. You even when it comes to like, like I've been in the fitness industry for longer than I want to say, and. <clears throat> Even that, like, I don't promote myself. Like, I don't, yeah. but yet people don't know what you do and what you, yes. how you can serve them if yes. you're not talking about yeah. what you do. And it's just an uncomfortable place for me, and so I have to get more comfortable. I like watching them. Like, I have a few people that I follow, that I'm friends with, that we trade information mm-hmm. back and forth. I love seeing them, and I'm like, why wouldn't they feel that way about me? I just need to put myself out there. So that's the bust my butt part for me. And that's a hard busting your butt part because... Putting yourself out there and marketing yourself feels icky sometimes. Why does it feel that way? I don't think we put it on ourselves and we feel like we're selling ourselves. And it would be so much easier to have a product in Mm -hmm. hand. And I don't have a product for you. I just have a way of life. Mm -hmm. And I have something. Yeah, I don't know. And it's a confidence thing. It's believing in ourselves. It's it's continually telling ourselves, look, she's out there doing it. And I am learning tons from her. And Mm -hmm. I appreciate it. I add just as much value. It's believing that your value and your worth. Mm -hmm. I think that's a hard, that's hard for us. I, when I first got my first life coaching client, when I first got that message of somebody, I had no idea who this person is. Mm-hmm. They, I don't know who referred them, where they found them. Anyways, when I first got that message, I 
felt so energized. Yeah. And I think that is the moment that should drive you through the uncomfortable pieces. Absolutely. Like it's uncomfortable <clears throat> for me to market myself. Um, and I would tell you that's been like my downfall across the board, not my skill, not my right. worthiness, right. but my uncomfortableness to market myself. Mm-hmm. But yet when someone reached out to me, the first person that reached out, I was like, oh, yes, this is amazing. This is it. And I have to, and this goes back to when you're running a race in labor, that you have to think about the feeling on the other side, mm-hmm. not about the uncomfortable in the middle. Yeah. And that's, you don't know what that feeling is until you push through and bust yeah. your butt yeah. and get there. And I think that a lot of people quit, like in the fitness world, Mm -hmm. this is the hardest part. I mean, most, I I don't know what the percentage is of people that are like overweight or whatever. Some people are overweight, they don't care, they're happy. Um, And that's not the people, the people that I've worked with have wanted to, had specific fitness goals. Right, They want to lose weight. They want to be healthy. Yeah. And I mean, I've worked with people that just like, oh, I just want to tone up. And then I've worked with people that are over 300 pounds that are like, I have to save my life. Yeah. Those are my people, by the way. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Give me a man over 300 pounds all day long. Yeah. I love it because I'm not just changing the way he looks. No. I'm giving him years. Like this is, I mean, well, like, when it comes to fitness, we all, yes. I think we all can agree that it's not just the physicality. It's yes. the mental and the emotional yes. as well. And that's the yeah. pieces that I strive for. Mm-hmm. And that's what was building Live Limitless Coaching was because I loved the mental mm-hmm. changes that would happen with people when they accomplish things they didn't think they could accomplish. Yeah. When they pushed through, trusted the process. Yeah. How many times do we not trust the process? Oh, all the all time. The time. All yet, the time. I see this all the time. People pay me. For my process, right. for my programming, right. for my expertise, and they don't do it. Yeah. And sometimes there's hurdles that their own personal hurdles of right. mental, I don't think I can, whatever, because it's not easy. I think, it's hard. Yes, and I think but, sometimes we think we know better. And then, like, how many times have you seen someone do something and you're like, oh, I could do it better. And then you do it your way and you're, you're I don't a disaster. Think that. You think that? I never think that. Uh, not all the time, but okay. I've done that before, yeah. Or, and so you do it yourself, and then you go to the expert, and you're like, fine, just oh, tell me, um, you know. I can do that. I can figure that. Uh-huh. Painting my own nails. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm going to man I'm, I'm doing this. For sure. And then I broke down, and I went and got yeah. a manicure, because it looked like a 12-year-old did it. Right. <laughs> um, Probably a 12-year-old do a better job. But um, I have seen that over and over, and that's yeah. what drives me to do what I do, is the mental shift and... I always say it's like, it's, I hope this is the right term. I think I looked it up. You know, compounding interest is right. Mm-hmm, yeah. Make money off the money that you've made. Yeah. It's the same way. It works the same way. Compounding self-confidence. Compounding. Um, <clears throat> it just levels, you just level up because it builds such a confidence inside of you that you feel like you can do something else. Yeah. And that is the one thing that I cannot give somebody. No, I can't you wrap can't. that up and give it to no, you. No, that's something you, they have to find. They have, they have to bust their butt to find. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's yeah. the hardest part. And I think that's what keeps people from accomplishing goals. Not fitness goals. Life, life goals. Doesn't matter what it is. It fitness, could be business. I'm going to wake up earlier every day. It could be whatever. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to help my husband right now. Yeah. And he, you know, it takes a lot for a man to be like, hey, can you tell me what to do? Right. You know? Right. And. Yeah. And I know he wants to get healthier, and I said, okay, I'm going to treat you just like I would a client. Right. I would do A, B, C, D, and he still hasn't done it. Yeah. You know? So I think... You can't do it for him. No. It's the and same with your kids, you know? It, I just think that 
you just have to push through Mm -hmm. and we can't gift you the experience and the confidence that comes on the other side. No. All we can do is encourage and coach you through the hard part. Yeah. And a great way to do that is to let people know what you're doing. Yes, and that's that hard for people too. Light. Yes, because then they're like, I don't want to fail. And then everybody's like, girl, yes. fail. Because that will inspire somebody else to get up yes, and fail. Yes, I agree. Always, I mean, that I is agree. the one beauty that I love about the world that we're in now with the social media. And it's, you really do, I feel like I've got true relationships with people that I yeah. that I talk back and forth with on Instagram and stuff. And they motivate me and they give advice. And I think that that is the one of the beautiful things that we're times that we're in right now so and you're getting to see and you're getting to see there's this shift in it right of Mm -hmm. authenticity that's becoming more the norm and so you are seeing people fail and people are talking about uh someone who does it really well is rachel hollis talking about look you're seeing me at year 10 Mm -hmm. let me tell you about year one two and three let me tell you about the journey i went on to get to where i'm at um, and some people will still see year 10. You can't get away from that, right? Mm-hmm. You can't get away from the people that can't get past. Oh, I'm one of those people. Yes. I look at her success. at year 10. I'm like, she's got four kids. Yeah. And she's in her thirties. Right. And she's done all of these things. Yeah. So you have and this I, list, but yes. then, but she's really good at communicating. I, I didn't start here. It was a process. Yeah. But the list that you, everybody has a list for, everybody has that one person or mm-hmm. somebody and yeah. that list that you've created that from your perception of them. Totally. May not even be accurate. Oh, for sure. That keeps you from doing what you're meant oh, to do. Oh, for sure. Like, I, I agree completely. Like her list will keep, well, why am I going to do it? She's yeah. already done it. It's, yes. 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 You got to push past that. Um, there was something I remember I told you yesterday. So you were talking about this new venture you're on and wanting it to, to be at your 10 and it's at your one. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, I noticed there's two things that I've, I was thinking about what you're talking. <clears throat> I noticed a compliment you got, a really good compliment. And I said, you have to rest in the compliment and let that drive you mm-hmm. and use the constructive criticism to teach you, right? Yes. So it's so easy for us to take that D, that one DM or that one message or that one person who said something that gave life to what you're doing and pack that away because you're hearing all the noise of the negative over here and that's overpowering that positive. And I really want us as we're busting our butt to find that one positive and let that be our driving force. Let that be what pushes you to get up at 11 after you put the kids down and write that last post or whatever Mm -hmm. it is you need to do. Set the alarm for earlier. But let that one compliment, that recognition, be what drives you and be what brings you rest when you are busting your butt. Don't let the negative noise feed your soul. Let that, the goodness feed your soul. Mm -hmm. You know, it's really easy for us to sit in that negative and be like, well, they're all saying this and, you know, that must mean that I'm not doing the right thing. So I'm just going to wrap it up and be done. And how much of your own personal baggage do you bring to one comment that's not even negative, just constructive, but you're insecure about what you're doing, Uh you Uh feel unprepared, unworthy, uneducated, all the uns. Oh, yeah. How much of that do you bring to that one constructive Mm -hmm. comment that is supposed to build you up? Yeah. And it could be some just troll too. It could be someone who's saying something that, or someone who doesn't really know what you're doing, but they're trying to be helpful and it doesn't come out right. You get that a lot in motherhood, right? They, they don't know your life. They don't know your story. They don't know how you're parenting and what happens to the culture of your home. And they try to give you that advice and it's hurtful and your insecurities come out. And then you think you're a bad mom, same in business and whatever. 
we can't allow that to be what drives us to quit. I really think that's the enemy's way of shutting us down. Absolutely. It's allowing the negative chatter to become truth in our life. And it's not necessarily true, but we're believing it to be true. Mm -hmm. And that will shut you down and keep you from busting yourself to get to the next level. That oh, well, that has kept me in this pause yeah. zone. Yeah. And do you know how hard I wanted to go back? We talked about this and redo some of the content. And uh -huh. I went back and I reread it. And it was just fine. Yeah, yeah. I liked it just the way that it yeah, was. Yeah, isn't that funny? And I'm like, dang it. And that had been on my to-do list. Had been like that right. nagging thing and making me the... It reminded me that I was failing. Like mm. that nagging thing on the yeah. list that was like, eh, you haven't got to that yet yeah. because you're failing. You're not getting it done. Mm -hmm. And I sound psychotic. but No, I, you I don't. don't. <laughs> because we've had that conversation <clears throat> where I said, we're our own boss. So mm -hmm. if we need to say no to something, then we're going to say no. Mm -hmm. And that's... We're at, a, we're at the place right now where we don't have someone saying, this is your deadline. You have to do this. We're, we're in a each good other's place. deadline. Yeah. Like, you need to do this. So, I, but it is, a, it is, it can become a reminder of failure for sure. Yeah. yeah. And I think that is the enemy working every time. Absolutely. Because then I just kind of pushed through, mm -hmm. busted my butt, got uncomfortable, mm -hmm. sat down, had this open window of time, and I even recorded a podcast for yeah. my Limitless Coaching. So, that I haven't posted it yeah. because I'm still uncomfortable to even go back and listen to it right you know i do this right um but it's different when you have a partner that you're listening to yes, too I oh, you're not just hearing I your voice it was bad though i think it was good i'm gonna go back and listen i'm to sure it, it was amazing figure it out but um getting through that uncomfortable mm -hmm. and that is a, i think a lot of people get stuck there to be honest i with do you. too and i they, don't think it's a i just don't have the money i think it's a i don't I don't want to make the sacrifice. I don't want to, I don't want to change. I don't, I don't want, want to get uncomfortable mm -hmm. to have to yeah. come up with the funds. I don't yeah. want to get uncomfortable to have to to actually put myself out there. Yeah. I don't want to get uncomfortable to tell people what I'm doing. I don't want to get uncomfortable to, yeah. I mean, well, it's real easy to sit in a dream. It's real hard to go after a goal. Yeah. Real easy. I can tell you all day long. Yeah. I have. It's real easy. It's real easy to sit in a dream. It's real difficult to go after your goal. Because once you change your dream from dream to goal, now you have something to work towards. A dream is just floating in the sky. Oh, I have this dream of writing a book one day. Are you going to bust your butt and sit down and write it? For the last year, my sons, two of them, have said, how's the book going, Mom? And I'm like, well, you know, it's kind of collecting dust on my computer. And then I had an opportunity to meet with some people to help me with my book. And lo and behold, I had to bust my... Did I spit in your face? No, I'm okay, just, my good. hair was in my face. I felt like I spit when I talked. Um... I had to bust my butt the last two months to uncover something. But what happened in the hard, because it was not an easy process the last two months, was I discovered my voice. Mm -hmm. Finally, I've been working on the messy mingling for two and a half years. And I finally feel like I found that like tunnel vision, super highly focused message that I want to convey. Mm -hmm. And your point of view. My, yes. And it took two years in busting my butt and a heck of a lot of no's. It's like the road went like this. Yes. It was, you want it to go straight up. My yes. hand is moving straight up. Again, and I could have said. But it's not. It's like, yes. it's just like, oh, and then we're going to turn around. And I could have given up a million times, mm -hmm. a million times. But there was those, that one DM that would sneak in. Yeah. Or that one person that would come and say something to me. And I had no idea the impact I had on them. Mm -hmm. And that's what propelled me. That's why I said you need to take that one positive thing that someone has said to you and let that be your driving force when those dark moments come and you want to wrap it up and quit because everything is telling you you're failing. And I think you also need to remember that if you are bringing light to what your dream is. So let, let's be Dreams, we all have dreams. Yeah. The only difference between a dream and a goal is action. Absolutely. And as soon as you bring light to the action that you need to do 
it will spur you on. And I want to encourage people to not be, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. Oh, for sure. Wrong room. For sure. My son said that the other day and he was like, he's like, oh, I'm smarter than everybody. And my husband goes, well, then you're in the wrong place. Yeah. He's like, you yeah. don't want to ever be the smartest person in the room no. because what are you going to learn? Nothing. You'll do nothing but stay exactly the same. Yeah. And so let that be an encouragement for you to bring light to what you want to do yeah. to start that action phase of, of whatever your goals are. And I want to pay, wise, yeah, personally. Anyway. And I want to piggyback on that smart. No, I don't. I had it. Now it's gone. Oh, so instead of looking at the people that are in your industry, whether it, and it could be motherhood, we're not talking about you have to go after a job, but people who are doing the same thing you are doing. And we look at them as, well, they've got it mastered. They're way ahead of me. That means I'm failing. Don't look at them like that. Look at them as the smarter person in the room because, and they might not be smarter than you, but they're further ahead on the journey. So they've got this wisdom and this knowledge to impart on your life Take it as that. Glean from them. Learn from them. There are so many people, especially on social media for me, that I've had a business coach tell me to change certain things, and so I did it, and it didn't feel like me, but I had to try it (laughs) so I could find myself. And that's not failure. That's you finding yourself. It's you saying, yes, this fits. No, this doesn't. I'm going to change this a little bit to make it work. And then I look at other people who have this social media thing mastered, mm-hmm. and I learn from them. Yeah. And I utilize tools that they use. I don't do the exact same thing that they do because I'm not them. You they're not me. to you. Yes. But if you're going to use a certain preset or you're going to do something, I don't know. I just look at how their audience is engaging. I look at what they're doing and how they're using their gifts, and I learn from them. So no longer do they become a threat to me. Well, it's because you're coming in humble. But, you're not coming yeah, in. They become a teacher. Time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of us look at them and are intimidated. And instead of being intimidated, say, what can I learn from them? Mm-hmm. What can I learn? And don't ever think that you need to change to be something else in order to make something successful. God has made you and designed you uniquely you. And I'm such I'm so passionate about this because I just went through the whole clean your house challenge. Mm-hmm. And what I learned was <clears throat> I wasn't supposed to change being neat and tidy and orderly. That's who I am. I just need to figure out how to use that piece of me well. So don't try Don't think that you need to adapt to be someone else, to be like her as a mom or her as a businesswoman or her as a wife or a friend or whatever. Be you. Just learn how to be the best you. Well, and if you're trying to be somebody else, you're not gifting people with the voice that God gave you yeah. and yeah. what talents he's bestowed upon you. Yeah. If you try to mirror somebody else, I think we need to do a podcast on people that don't know who they are. I agree. I, I agree. Like, I feel like that's, I've met a like lot finding of, your voice, finding, finding your, your voice and, and being it. confident in it. Yes. That's hard. I mean, it's like trying on a pair of pants. Some girls are leather pants. Right. Some girls are bell bottoms. <laughs> it's true. And you know, it's when so they don't, true. when they don't feel right, you know, yes. some people don't know. Some people are like, well, she's wearing them, so I should wear them too. Even yeah, they're still finding themselves. uncomfortable. And then you become a chameleon, and then you get completely lost. Yes. So a lot of you are busting. We need to, I mean, we could go on and on about this, because I feel like a lot of us are busting our butt mm-hmm. to be something we're not. That, I think that's the takeaway from this. Boom. We Boom. always get there. It took yes. 30 minutes for a second. Mm. But you should be busting your butt to find who you are, what your voice is, where you can be your best self. And how do you know? You will feel energized. Yes. You will feel... Yeah. You will feel energized. You won't feel deflated. You'll yeah. be 
you won't be able to shut up about it. Yeah, it, it doesn't mean you're not going to be tired or worn out because it's going to be hard work or uncomfortable. But it, you keep coming back because there's something about it that you can't say, stay away from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. All right. You are never going to achieve perfection this side of heaven. So stop trying and let's live messy together. I'm Megan from The Messy Mingling. And I'm Sarah from Live Limitless Coaching. And together we're the Live Messy Podcast.